0: hi everyone welcome to the dry spell cast we are live in the pulse studio on Boise State's campus my name is Matt Uh, Austin is here with me what's up what's up Uh, and Jason is here as well hello Uh, you are listening to episode 15 it is June 14th 2017 and for the next hour we're going to uh, attempt to talk about video games. uh, And that shouldn't be too hard because it is the middle of E3 right now. Uh, And for those of you who have no idea what E3 is, you're probably first of all going to hate the show. Um, And second of all, it's the the big video game week. Uh, Basically, all the companies get together and talk about video game things. And so we're kind of reacting to that. Um, all of the big announcements. At this point in the week, everybody has had their press conferences. It's just the floor is open for uh, people to come in and play games and stuff like that, uh, which by the way, it's the first year that they've allowed the public in. So that's kind of an interesting change to everything that has always gone on. But either ways, uh, all the press conferences are done. So we basically know what everything that was going to be announced. Unless they throw some big surprise later in the week, which I highly doubt is going to happen. But that's just kind of where we are. Before we get heavily into E3, I want to ask uh, my co-host and the guest in the studio... How is everyone doing? I'm tired. It's been a long week for us. It has been a long week. Uh, we've, been, we've been trying to keep on top of the reacting. Um, and, and so as you know, as press conferences come out, we have been recording after the fact. Uh, Usually like one in the morning after mm-hmm. the fact. And, and then I have to go home and edit them. I mean, you don't have to, but you choose to. Yes, it, no, it needs to happen that night. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh because you I have to work during the day. That's true. Uh you know, just lots of lots of lots of things. Um How are you, Jason?
1: Oh,
2: I'm doing pretty well. I'm not part of your whole 1 a.m. podcast stuff, so I'm not staying up quite as late, so I'm I'm still alive right now. That's that's great. Um has anybody
1: had a chance to really play video games this week? Not really. I really, I mean, I've played like a couple rounds of Overwatch and maybe Siege, but that was really about it.
2: I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, we <laughs> played a lot of
0: Overwatch. So they had, they, their anniversary event was ending um the start of this week, and so they had double XP, all weekend, which was a good thing, because if you wanted all of the dances, uh, the emotes for the characters, then you needed that double XP.
2: <laughs> I got quite a few of them, so I'm pretty happy.
0: Yeah, I got a, quite a number of them. I also bought loot boxes for the first time. <laughs> Same here. Uh, yeah, that night, that night we all went a little crazy. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Overwatch continues to be good, so does it. Oh, yes, it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> One of the best games in a very, very, very long time. So, uh, yeah, besides that, I, I guess last night I was sitting at home uh, and I was I was thinking of things to do and I just kind of breezed through my Steam playlist or list or whatever. And I decided to hop back into Life is Strange. I've never finished it.
2: It's um, worth it yeah. I will tell you that right now
0: I was about I was about three quarters of the way through episode two So oh, I finished okay. episode two last night All right And It was, it was good
2: It was shocking uh, um, I'll tell you right now I'm pretty sure that's the moment I'm talking about I've been telling people the past week or so that game, it might not be perfect in a lot of ways, but that has the most impactful moment, and I'm pretty sure it's the one you're talking about yeah. right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a, a, yeah, building involved. Yeah. Mm, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's real good. And so the funny thing is, is, like, I like those games that your choices matter, right, um, that they affect everything. And especially this game, it's super cool because it shows you what percentage of people have chosen which choice. Right. Um, and then it shows you how many of your friends and stuff like that. Uh, And so after you finish the uh, episode, you can go through and see like, oh, I'm in the minority Mm -hmm. for people who've chosen this path. Um, But yeah, that was kind of one of those moments. It it was like in The Witcher, when you get uh, to the Bloody Baron and you finally finish that whole quest log. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just kind of that, that wrap up that you're
2: like, oh my God. I screwed up real bad <laughs> I had to sit down for a little bit Just turn everything off I was like oh my god That was the most impactful moment I've had in gaming And that's saying something
0: Yeah which which probably means that you had the same exact outcome as I did I think so <laughs> um, It wasn't necessarily the happy version Right <laughs> But yeah I, that game is good And I don't know They showed off Life is Strange 2 at, Which I need to sit down and watch yeah. It was a Microsoft
1: conference wasn't it
0: Yes. Yeah. So they showed off Life is Strange 2 at e, uh, E3 and that that kind of what made me want to finish
1: this because mm-hmm. I want to get it, I want to get that game when it comes out. Right. And I mean considering it is free this month on PlayStation Plus, why not? I really yeah. need to download it. I'll probably do that after this.
0: Yeah, you should. I mean it's it's a good it's a good game. Mm-hmm. If you want like hardcore action uh shooter Then this is not the game for you.
2: Not even close. But if you love adventure games.
0: Yeah, if you like adventure games and you like uh, story driven things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, and beyond that, it's probably the first time I've ever played a game that (laughs) I played consistently the whole time through as a teenage girl. Right. That's just so uncommon in games. Definitely. Um, especially you know we talk about uh w- in like media studies and stuff, you talk about I think it's the Beecher test. I could get that wrong. Um, I'm a terrible student um, <laughs> but essentially, the idea is that you you can judge a book or a movie or whatever about if there are two female characters in the uh, in it. Who talk to themselves about anything other than a man. Um, and you'd be amazed. Almost nothing passes this test. That's crazy. Harry Potter doesn't pass this. Wow. None of the books. Um, and, like, going through this game, uh, this totally does. Right. Uh, it's, like, you have your... Quote unquote fling But you know Chloe the other character Is Has her thing with a missing girl Right And so it's like a lot of it Revolves around those three characters Right And that's just not something you see very often So I think I mean I think that's this is Worthy of noting um, Regardless of if you Call yourself a feminist or not yeah. I think that's really important. Um, yeah, beyond that, I really haven't
1: done much of anything. I guess I did play what? Morai? Mur- yeah, you mm-hmm. did. So, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm not going to explain it because that would ruin the game.
0: Yeah, uh, it's.
1: Yeah. Go download yeah. it on Steam. Anything can run it. It takes like two seconds to download. M O I R A I is what's how it's spelled. Go check it out. It's pretty cool. It's great.
0: Yeah, you'll finish the game in five minutes, um,
1: quote-unquote game. Unless you take your time, then you'll finish in ten.
0: <laughs> I took my time, and I finished it in five. <laughs> I think my total time was 11 minutes. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's... I explored it's, everything, of course, so... Yeah,
0: well, I did, too. <laughs> I'm a, I just explore faster. Okay. Okay. Um, it's just one of those things that, like, you don't see very often in video games. Like, I like things that break the video game mold. That uh, question what it, video games are about, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm one of those people. I mean, I played a lot of everything. Right. Which is now up for an Oscar because you don't actually have to interact with it for it to do a thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. And so, like, we're at the point where, like, people that are calling video games... Are like like winning awards that are going up like huge Hollywood titles, and I, that's really cool. Yeah, um, especially a game like everything. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, and the, the thing it was, was really was,
0: cool. Yeah, everything was really neat because there was a
1: lot of philosophy and stuff involved in it. And yeah, we we went we've gone pretty heavily about everything and Matt's existential crisis is that he's yes,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I think I don't know that that that's just one of those things that the more that we can break the mold of the video game the better it's going to be mm-hmm. in the long run uh, they can't all be shoot 'em up triple a action titles right um and you know and s- all those are good don't get me wrong i love call of duty uh i i said that out loud <laughs> i
2: love call of duty i really are you feeling do. okay right now so I and know.
1: that trailer they did show off was the multiplayer trailer that's that's real dumb um, but yeah, you love Call of Duty, but you like the experiences that aren't yeah I normal like, game in like game mold that kind of make you think definitely totally. more.
0: Yeah, and so connecting this to E3, um, I guess what I was really sad about over everything is almost nobody featured indie titles this year. Yeah, it was yeah. really
1: weird because I remember was it two years ago. PlayStation had a whole thing about indies. Right. They had, like, 12 indies shown off at their E3, and then they went to zero. Yeah. Um, And no one else really had indie titles either. I wish Sony and Microsoft would have focused
2: on it a little, because Nintendo not too long ago, they talked about it in a direct, I believe. Yeah. It's saying they're focused on indie games, so... You know, that's there. I want to hear what Sony and Microsoft are doing.
1: Because I remember a couple of years ago, we had you know, great announcements of good indie games like Firewatch and stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we just nothing unless there's nothing out there, uh-huh. which I but doubt
0: that's not accurate. I mean, it, there there's are always. so many more indie games coming out than there are uh, AAA games. Yeah. I don't know it, that, that was really weird to me. That the indie scene was so snubbed at this And actually so If I pro- if I watch the PC gaming show I'd probably see some
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Because that's something I haven't done yet But because PC always has Always has lent itself right. to indie titles better uh, But I don't know it, Without the support of those major console groups uh, You know the industry hurts a little bit yeah and so that's really sad to me to see none of it there mm-hmm unless I mean and I when I say none of it there were titles right like Tacoma for example mm-hmm. uh, that's still an indie title uh, and so seeing seeing a couple of them in there
2: is a, is a good thing I'm just Underwhelmed by it Right I guess Microsoft Had a new console launch They were talking about That whole time So They had a different (laughs) focus But still You could have said something
0: Yeah And I don't know I guess If I was going to say Anything about E3 this year Underwhelming is a good way To describe that Yeah Very Uh, You know I was just I was expecting A lot And didn't get much Right So I, I So, I guess, like, I kind of knew the way some of it was heading, uh, but I just it we, we didn't get everything that I was hoping out of it.
1: Yeah. And I was expecting way more hardware uh-huh. demos and stuff and nothing, really. Yeah, right. Jason and I were talking about this earlier. I mean, like, so Xbox Scorpio got its official name, Xbox One X. Which we'll just call the Xbox. Scorpio, which is fine. Or just call it Xbox because it it literally shortens to Xbox. You're right. (laughs) Um, But it's just like they went out on stage and talked about it, but they talked about the specs that were already announced through Game Informer like two months ago. Mm -hmm. And they didn't, I mean, we got our teraflops and stuff, but that was. I love me some teraflops. That was it. Like, we didn't get anything new about the console. The only thing was price and that it's the fact that it's smaller than. uh, the current Xbox which One S—it's w- the smallest console available, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous actually to think it's the most powerful but most but, like, the smallest. Other than that, we didn't get really anything new on, about the Xbox that, that mm-hmm. we are that we didn't know already.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, we are getting the original controller back, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, I saw that because that was <laughs> not a great controller, <laughs> but uh,
2: it's no, going to bring back that doesn't fit in your hand.
0: I mean, so as somebody, like who, <laughs> somebody who has experience with things not fitting in their hands, uh, you know, I, I, I really liked that uh, controller. It's going to bring back a lot of really good memories. Anyway, so we need to take a quick break After and that, we'll be yeah, back we really uh, talking about some hardware. Okay, um so we are back. Uh, again, you're listening to Dry Spellcast, and we're just talking about E3. So when we left, we were talking about hardware. And I, I kinda I agree with Austin. I was expecting so much more hardware in this uh, mm. in this week because you think uh Nintendo just launched a console, Sony lost their P- or launched their PS4 Pro not too long ago. And VR. I was expecting more from both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, with the Xbox uh, Scorpio coming out, I was expecting so much more hardware talk. Right. But I think this kind of leads into the industry as a whole and what E3 has become. hmm I don't want to get there yet. I kind of want to end show with that.
1: Okay, that's fine. That's um, cool.
0: So let's just go ahead and just kind of start walking through press conferences um, you know, what I'm looking for right now is out of each press conference, what looked the best? Uh, you know, what are you excited for? Uh, what was displayed that everyone was excited for that looks like a complete and utter dud? Uh, so let's go ahead and
1: start right at the top with EA. So EA, obviously, the big one was Battlefront 2. Yeah. I right. mean, they went really heavy into Battlefront 2 and actually streamed a live multiplayer battle with Uh, Influencers
0: Influencers
1: Video game influencers From the content cave Which is really good quality uh, When they were trying to You know Talk about stuff Yeah so It was really funny Uh, That's the the, That's that's the sad thing About EA's conference The only thing I really Take away from it Was how awkward That one guy was See I thought everything Was okay except for that But it kind of shows you uh, You know
0: These companies Are leaning fairly heavily On the influencers um which I totally get, uh, that is something that every industry in the world right now is trying to adopt. Um, YouTube is bigger than anything that's ever happened, uh, and you know, it's changing everything. All sorts of media, uh, including video games, are being changed by YouTube. And so I can totally see why EA has these people there but then it's very obvious, you know, these people don't know how to speak in front of live audiences. Mm-hmm. They never not.
1: have. Yeah, they speak into a little camera and then they, they go back and edit, edit it later. It. Yeah.
0: Right. You know, Twitch streamers are a little bit different. Uh Twitch yeah. streamers have to perform. Um but like a lot of people that are doing YouTube content don't necessarily have to perform. Right. Uh you know we're we're a little lucky because the first thing we ever did was live. Yeah, um, and so it, being live is becoming very comfortable. But for somebody who's never
1: done it, you know, and and I mean, it, it, even for you, yeah. Jason, and myself, we performed in front of live audiences many times. Right, so right. I don't think it'd be that's why being live for us probably wasn't a, a yeah. Big I mean, issue. it's a
0: it's a very common thing in my life. So, I mean, yeah. But that was
1: awkward, uh, and I don't know if it necessarily overshadows the conference. It was just like, (laughs) it was kind of rolling, and that happened, and and me, you, and our friend Danny were just started busting up laughing, because the guy literally had no idea what to say, hands in his pocket, just like, uh, but other than that, it was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, Battlefront 2 was probably, though, I mean, was a big thing, but I think the Shining Star was their EA Originals A Way Out. Yes. That was that so co op multiplayer, like jailbreak yeah. game. It looked fantastic, honestly. For sure. Uh, and it I looked think that really was, cool. That was definitely the biggest surprise out of EA.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, because I don't think this was hinted anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming, having the the guts to come out and be like, we want to bring back Couch Co op, uh, because the world we live in it isn't necessarily set up for Couch Co op anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, consoles, it used to always be, you bought at least two controllers when you got a console. yeah. Yeah. Now it comes with one, it comes with one and nobody buys another one. You know, I own one PS4 controller that I use all the time. Right. Um, I bought one not too long ago because mine's failing, but yeah, I have I have three, right? But two of them are like really on their adult way out. So and honestly, how many times uh, in this console generation have we in this studio right now actually sat down in a room with other people and played video games? Not it's not been yeah. a
1: lot, and usually it's a party game like Jackbox or something, right? Where you don't mm. even really use a controller. Um, I mean, I've done it. I did it a couple times. Probably playing. I think it was Alien Isolation was one of them. Um, yeah, and, and we like, did we did until dawn unti- together. Yeah, so mm-hmm. other than that, like mo- and most games, are you know it's meant for online like playing. Yeah, with but even from looking console. at like
0: like the multiplayer darling that is Halo. Halo stopped offering
1: split screen, which right. is insane. You think that would be the game that would keep it, but but um, money.
0: yeah. So them and like them being really focused on this way out. I think is really cool Yeah, Uh, because it looked really good. It looked like a lot of fun and hope it's a a success. Yeah. You know, EA always has a chance to really screw things up. Right. (laughs) Um, So speaking of screw ups, uh, I think for me, like my biggest thing, like leaving their conference that... I'm like, eh, whatever, is all the sports games they featured. And they spent a while on them. You know, they have the new campaign mode for NBA Live and Madden and Madden. And then there's continuing their campaign mode for FIFA. Uh, And I guess that's a smart move for them. And as basically the only company who does sports games anymore, Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Like, they should probably lean on them because there is a market out there for them.
1: Well, I wanted to ask, because Jason, I know you play sports games all the time. Adding a campaign to, like, say something like Madden 18, does that make you want to buy it more when it comes out? It makes me a lot more interested. Okay. Because, like, I
2: played Madden 17 is the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played Madden 17 and everything, and I liked it, but it just... It gets stale. Yeah. And that's the thing. EA has done a great job. They add new features, but they haven't done something to really bring new life into it. So actually having a story mode in it, I actually if you know, it actually is a good story, because there is always the potential that it's just gonna fall flat on its face and True. it's going to be the most awkward thing ever and no one's gonna touch it again.
1: Yeah. So I was that's what I was wondering when that when that got announced. So
2: Yeah. For sure, um, and so but they did great on FIFA story, so they could be going somewhere yeah, uh,
0: yeah, and FIFA being what it
2: is, so right. uh,
0: yeah, I mean, that was basically it for EA for me at least.
2: let's see uh, any of you have comments before we leave it? Well, I just wanted to mention uh, on a way out, I was really excited for that because not only was it like a really interesting game, but they're like one of the only. Companies out there to introduce a new IP this year. Yeah, right. There
1: wasn't a lot of any like new games. It's all stuff we kind of knew was coming. I mean, yeah, that remakes that off. we don't
2: care about, and so there's that one that it's kind of like they're trying something. So, I'm yeah,
1: glad. I w- that was just one that came out of like out of the dark, and everyone's like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" So,
0: yeah. Well, and they had Anthem too, which mm-hmm. is a new IP, and it didn't look necessarily something to me like that I was overly excited well, about. You know, they, barely show- okay. they
1: barely showed. They barely showed off Anthem. People out yeah, like there. So, it came out on Microsoft's conference yeah. by, at the end. People sound kind of excited about that one. They though, do. So, I, mean, I thought it looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, it looked okay
1: uh, for me. Yeah, but uh, that's not your style of game. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, I guess that brings us to Xbox Well, conference. Well, actually, next uh, uh,
0: is Devolver Digital, right? No, uh, no. Then why is this backwards?
1: It was because it was... Microsoft, then...
0: Bethesda, and then Devolver, huh? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Microsoft was the next morning.
1: Um, So, yeah, I mean, as they dubbed it the Xbox conference, they changed the name of it, Mm -hmm. which was interesting. Uh, The Xbox Games Showcase or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, and as as it said, they showcased games, and that was really... it. I mean, they went into the Xbox One X, gave us a release date, gave us a price, $500, which... I mean, we talked about this a lot. It's a lot of money, but if it's that powerful a console, probably worth it. But I mean, in addition to all the 4K stuff, you'll need a 4K TV. So it's a big investment. My question is,
2: yeah, it's I know it costs more and yeah, you're going to get what you pay for and everything. But at what point does that cost m- make you think I need this and not just get a PC?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. And right. One thing I already saw is Destiny. I'm sure more games will follow. Are locking it at 30 frames a second? Well, that's to match the PlayStation. Yeah, uh-huh. that's complete BS. Right. Um, so uh, it's like you have this great console, but then the developers are like, "Well, I'm just going to keep it equal." Yeah, because we don't want to put the extra work in. Right. Which makes sense because it's going to cost them more money and whatnot. So might as well just you know make it the same. So from a business standpoint, it makes sense. So at the for same like time. the developers that sh- like you know release to all the consoles, that's where it's going to hurt the Xbox One X versus mm-hmm. their first-party games.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, it sucks a lot. And so I guess my kind of opinion on this is that the people who are going to buy an Xbox One X know exactly
1: why they're buying it. It's not right. going to be like the, for the 10-year-old for his Christmas no. gift. No. That'll be the Xbox One S.
0: Which is a great console. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a definitely aim- going to be aimed more at... An older crowd, right. um, maybe 20s, 30s, or maybe even older, 50 60s, somebody who wants that ease that a console brings them. That makes that sense. That can sit at home on their couch and play on their TV without a Steam Link or without having to, you know, wire up your PC and like all this stuff. Like thats I mean, that's the only reason we have consoles, period. Uh, you know, I strongly believe within the next decade all consoles will be dead because we don't need them. Uh, at, at that point, everybody's going to be playing on PCs. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense. But it still, it provides this convenience uh, that a lot of people are looking for. Especially if you can go in and, you know, now you have an Ultra HD Blu-ray player.
2: That's the one thing that I sit there and like, I have a 4K TV and the prices on actual Blu ray, the prices on actual Blu ray players are ridiculous for those Uh Ultra HD. So that's the one thing where I'm sitting there like, maybe I can see myself. And it
0: was funny to like watch Microsoft completely separate themselves from that. They like mentioned it and they completely moved on because if everybody here remembers when the Xbox One was first announced, it was all about TV, mm-hmm. media and all this stuff. And then it was a little bit of games. And so this was their way of like, oh, by the way, we have this cap- we have this capability, but we're not going to talk about it uh-huh. because we don't want you to think that we're doing this again. Yeah. Right.
1: And I think Xbox, they did Smart. exactly what they needed to do in, on our, our prediction show. This is what I said. They need to come out with games. And that's all their conference was. I mean, they even talked about they have 42 games that they were showing off 22 exclusives and they like went in depth probably about half of that. Yeah, right. Which for sure that is a that was a ton of games like it was just one trailer after the other after the other after the other after the yeah, other. Yeah, it was real fast. And I mean, there's a couple ones that really sh- like shined out for me like me- the new Metro game right. got announced that was kind of out of the blue because I don't think people really knew that was coming Metro Exodus. It looks fantastic. Open world. Um but perhaps, perhaps the biggest surprise was uh Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, Player Unknowns came out and uh you know, Player Unknowns himself came out and said that this was coming to console this year. Um only and on it Xbox. was yeah, it was Xbox exclusive, which I was surprised about. Yeah. Um uh, but they're also doing a bunch of weird stuff right. right now.
1: But we can see. I mean, how is it going to be like an always exclusive or a timed exclusive? I mean, I, I mean, it sounded like it was an always exclusive. But well, I mean, we'll see. Cause I want Player Unknowns on
0: the Switch. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah. Um, Jason's like, yeah,
1: I'm down yeah. for it.
2: <laughs> hey, I'd take it everywhere.
1: Uh, other than that, I mean, they showed off some cool stuff. I mean, Cuphead got it finally got an out- Fine, release. Yep, so that's what I'm excited it. for. But yeah. I, I think the big other uh, big one is Crackdown three.
0: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Crackdown's the one that I like. Watch their conference, and I come out of it thinking like, this is the game I wanted them to talk a lot about.
1: And. really I mean they kind of did but like yeah it was it was just in the fray yeah so Mm -hmm. if you really want to you know catch up on everything we really covered we went way more in-depth it go to our SoundCloud page we you know our day wrap-ups shows we go a little more in depth
0: yeah and don't forget that uh, this is where they showed off the first trailer for Assassin's Creed
1: yeah which is kind of weird you think Ubisoft would have that
0: but they you didn't. know they no, they showed off some of it, but they just yeah, most of it
1: was there. Microsoft's stealing things—it's you know what's new.
0: Yeah, and I mean, so there's some other things that uh, uh, that there's some other things that like they have done, you know, um, that makes a lot of sense. You know, they showed off Shadow of War. Accept it, Frankie. Uh, they showed off Shadow of War, um, which looked good. I mean, you were, had concerns with you know too much going on, I, and I still have those concerns. They have yet, they have yet to like show me what I felt was an actual like twenty minutes of gameplay, mm-hmm. and that's what I want out of this game because everything they've shown me is not sound has not looked appealing to and me. and
1: I, I i i mean i kind of i want to get the game because i got the first one but it's gonna i know it's gonna happen in this one what happened in the last one is i will get so distracted by doing someone so many of the other things i will never beat the story and that's actually a game i never beat which i'm kind of wish i did maybe i'll go back
2: that's one thing that kind of bugs me they need to
1: have a more emphasis on the story and just I- Make it a huge story. I mean, and I do feel all like, things, and but. I feel like this new one, the fact that they're adding like fort raiding and like recruiting your own army, I feel like it's just going to be so much going on. You're right. never going to beat the game. Yeah,
2: and that's but like, you'll have a great time. A, a lot sure. of yeah. I mean, I love
1: that like game. That. It was so much fun. And but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, it got delayed three months, so we still have a while right. on that game. And then I guess you know Microsoft kind of closed out their show with Bioware's new game Anthem. Mm-hmm. which I know for me, I'm sure Jason could probably agree, looks great. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it actually reminded me of Destiny in a way. Right? Oh, yes. It was, it, yeah, it was definitely Destiny-like. I mean, you're, like, the last city, and there's a, you're protected by this wall. You're, like, a special soldier, a freelancer, as they called it, that's allowed to go outside the wall and, like, fight the creatures and do whatever. It looks real good. I know mm-hmm. Bioware's had some issues, obviously, with Mass Effect, but that's a different studio. So this is the main Bioware studio. Right. So I'm sure it'll be a pretty good game. Yeah.
0: Well, and don't forget, so uh, they also came out and said that they were going to support backwards compatibility yep. for the original Xbox games. That's kind of cool. Um, and you can use your original discs, which I think is a huge thing. I think that's a really big deal. Uh, and it felt like that was kind of rushed uh, right. in the conference. But, you know. They, they made their mark. So it makes sense. You know, that's, that's one of those things that Xbox or Microsoft has always
2: done better than Sony. And, yeah, that makes me question, like, M- Microsoft has added this after the fact. So there's no excuse for Sony anymore.
0: You know, and so I remember when this was first a big deal. Sony came out and said, you know, we are running this. We have different technology and the lasers, and we simply cannot read those disks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. how. Obviously, Microsoft makes different disks. So I don't know how that technology translates. Um,
2: It it could very well be that uh, or it could not. I don't know. I I mean, you can put in a DVD and watch it on your PlayStation. It's a DVD on PlayStation 2. Yeah. So
1: I I, I think uh, because we were talking about this, I think. Because like, I know when PS4 came out, if you own game, a game on PS3 that was also on PS4, you could put that disc in, it would read it, and then you can get a discounted price for the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. So, like, it obviously can read the disc. I think Sony just has to unlock the capability, but they probably won't because money. Yeah. They would rather have you just rebuy the game through their store just to have it on your digital right. copy yeah. which which is kind of unfortunate but Sony is it's it's a business
2: i think more than anything they're trying to make playstation now become a thing
1: exactly they they have the streaming yeah. service they, they that they want to take off and if it you know they've kind of done some weird things with it and I think they kind of need to reshuffle the idea and restructure it. And then it might work out pretty well. Like how Microsoft or not Microsoft, but Nintendo, Nintendo with I their, like that idea. That's what kind of Sony needs to adopt is that that's sort of structure, like a Netflix style gaming service yeah. f- through the PlayStation. Cause then I might be interested. Right. So,
0: yeah. So before we get off the top of Microsoft and take a break, um, I guess the last thing I want to mention is, you know, they come out, they say this is the most powerful game console ever, Uh, 4K, 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 HDR, 4K, 4K. teraflops, and then they show Minecraft. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And they spent a while
1: on Minecraft. They actually did. And, I mean, obviously, Minecraft's one of the biggest games in the world.
0: Yeah, it's just funny. They follow 4K, 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 HDR with minecraft and, um, right and
1: that's what it, even in the trailer they're like upgraded textures blah 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 i'm like it's minecraft right it's not meant to look good the it's, whole thing blocks is, yeah so you can do whatever you want I, I agree with you it's just kind of it was kind of like an ironic thing right after it was just funny
0: yeah but anyways so we need to go ahead we're going to take a music break and we'll be back Welcome back to the Dry Spellcast. So let's move on from Microsoft. Uh, Next on the conference schedule was Bethesda. Late at night. Yes, it was way too late. Um, (laughs) It was 10 o'clock
1: our time. Um, Which I remember last year was 8, so I don't know why maybe the shuffle of Microsoft going in on Sunday changed all that, but I'm not sure because Microsoft was at 1. So I'm not sure how that really affected yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, Bethesda came out and sh- did basically what every other group was doing, and showed basically only games, uh, which makes sense because they're a game studio. Yeah. They're and not a game studio, so. They, but they didn't talk at all.
1: Um, it was all this Bethesda World thing. They just had, you know, Pete Hines come out and kind of explain things, and then it yeah went through like a, you know, pre-recorded Bethesda World. Which, which I thought was very clever, actually. I loved and it. I, I, and obviously, at their E3 down there, they actually set up Bethesda World, which for people like actually like, go through. That was how they showcased right. their stuff, which was a super cool idea. Um, but honestly, everything that came out of them uh, was nothing to a surprise. No. Just, just saying, I mean, I think. Some small surprises here and there, I but mean, nothing big. We knew the Doom VR was coming, mm-hmm. as they dubbed Doom VFR. Which is <laughs> real good wonder what that means. And Fallout 4 VR. that Fun. Wasn't, that wasn't a surprise. Yeah, fun, Jason. <laughs> Family That's very fun reality. Okay. Uh, and then obviously Fallout VR. So they kind of showed Doom with, like, using the move controllers is what it looked like. And then Fallout kind of had, like, it showed, like, what looked like kind of move and then, like, normal controller. I don't know. It was weird. So we'll see how that is when it comes out. I think Fallout is October, I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, and that's the thing that Bethesda did that nobody else did. They came out and were like, all of these games are coming out this year. Yep. Uh, this was
1: just their lineup for the rest of the year. Right. So, I mean, which I understand. So, I was like, hey, this is what we this would look forward to this year. But it gave them an excuse not to talk about anything in the future. Because you know they're working on, a, like, a lot of titles right now. Right. And it just gave them a chance, like, okay, we're just going to hide those away. No one knows really what we're working on. Bethesda is actually pretty good at keeping stuff hidden. Mm-hmm. So this is what they focused on, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. So they had they actually did show off some good stuff. So obviously the VR stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, were. so and they have Quake coming out.
0: Yeah, uh, and Quake has not had a lot of uh, airplay yet. I mean, they announced it last year at E3. Right. Um, and then they've been running the betas and stuff like that. But uh, otherwise, you haven't heard a lot from Quake. And again, watching this, I feel like I didn't come out knowing a lot about Quake, and my biggest concern has always been the whole free-to-play aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they're going to handle that. And mm-hmm. this didn't help me at all. Right? Yeah,
1: because we're because you've had the concerns with free-to-play because I don't want the, you know the the setup where if you would just put money into the game, you'll be better. I mm-hmm.
2: don't think they can do that when they're making such a focus on like competitive of gameplay and actually like esports. Yeah, if stuff. they
1: want to esports it has to be fair. So, so I don't think the they money can do that has to be for cosmetic. It has to be cuz you can't charge like, "Well, if you pay $5, you get this better gun." Right. Cuz that would break the game. And that was an issue with I mean Last of Us Online. Yeah. That was the issue with that game is you could pay real money to get better gear. And it was very frustrating to us the ones that we we're not going to spend more money on the game, mm-hmm. so despite how good it was, yeah, it was great. But I mm-hmm. wasn't going to spend more money on stuff that I really didn't need. I could get by with what was in the game. Well, yeah, and so well. yeah, and so I guess the big thing
0: that came out during the press conference was Wolfenstein. Yep. Yeah,
1: which, which unfortunately got teased
0: last year, but like which in a really n- subtle way. Yeah,
1: no one really knew it got teased. I didn't know it got teased. I talked about it last week. Did we on this? On this show. Oh, I don't really remember. But then apparently it did get leaked through Amazon last week. So then they finally came out and which I thought they had a very clever string of advertisements for it on the the conference with Lis Ooh and yes. That was real <laughs> that was real smart. It was it was <laughs> stupid, but it was funny. So yeah, Wolfenstein two, the new colossus. This comes out uh October uh, Evil Within Two, Friday the Thirteenth October, which they that saw one. they saw that opportunity and they <laughs> took it. That one excites me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I didn't play the Evil Within One, so I
1: don't know necessarily much about it. Yeah, I've only played a bit of it. I'm actually was just telling them before, right. when we we're off air that I'm going to go back and beat it now.
2: I never completed it. I made it maybe a quarter, maybe a half of the way through, but it. We talked about it last week. Yeah. It got to a point; it frustrated me.
1: Mm-hmm. But this new one just looks so well, like unique. The, the trailer was like it was quite a long trailer, uh-huh. and like they didn't show any game, really any gameplay or much. It was like like a four minute trailer of just no one had any idea what's going on. Right. It was just like monsters and crying babies and fire, and he's like it in looked a like a
0: horror movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, that's what they're going for, and you know, hopefully, it's not. Didn't have the problems the first one had because I feel like the first one still had like some issues, and maybe that maybe now they've been fixed. I don't know. They I, nailed I didn't,
2: the atmosphere in the first one. I but haven't played that stuff. game
1: in well
0: over a year, yeah. So, yeah. So, before we leave, uh, like Wolfenstein, like I'm because I'm yeah. excited about <laughs> this game. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you know, it it looks really good, and it's amazing to see the outcry on Facebook or like Twitter and stuff about how the quote unquote left wing are taking over video games. And I'm like, guys, we've been killing Nazis since, since the early nineties. Yeah. This is not anything new. Yeah. And plus who's going to actually come out and defend the Nazis. (laughs) Right. Um, apparently this game takes place if, uh, you know, Germany won world war two and they have taken over America and you are like resistance freedom fighters. Uh, and I think that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had
1: those games before. So was Wolfenstein, the other Wolfenstein, like set during World War Two. then, I'm assuming? Yeah, you actually kill Hitler. OK, so I, I've, I've never really played a Wolfenstein right. game. So this one's after the fact. They've won the war. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did, did
2: either of you play the New Order? No. no. I played the like original back yeah. in the
0: 90s. Like Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't play the New Order either. You know, I heard a lot of really good things about it, and I know it's on sale right now, so I, I'm considering
1: getting it. Yeah, I really think I will get it. I mean, it's $10 on PSN right now, so can't really beat that.
0: No, but anyways, uh, I think that it looks like a really cool game.
1: Yeah. So then, yeah, other other things Bethesda announced was, you know, what we expected, ESO Morrowind, which has already been released. Mm-hmm. Kind of talked about that. Um, new expansion of Elder Scrolls Legends. And then of course Skyrim for the Switch. I did start playing Legends. Um, I, I played it at work yesterday. What do you think? For a little while.
0: Uh, it's a card game.
1: Yeah. So okay.
0: It's it's Hearthstone with lanes.
1: Hmm. So mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. Um, and then I guess the last thing is you know they announced the new Dishonored DLC coming out later this year. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm Dishonored. a good game. They uh, nailed
2: the atmosphere in that one too. That the, the uh, drunken sailor, the song that was playing, yeah.
1: that was just so perfect for how it's set up. Well, I mean that's how that was the song in the first. They used the first game. So oh, really? It was kind well because this game, this is like hearkening back to the first one because it's bringing on Dodd. Oh, if anyone okay. knows, he's the one who actually assassinated the Empress in well, the game. I just started that one, so I'm not. And then he was actually a playable character. So you and just it ruined it for Jason. Well, no, that no, was all good. That was known in like the first like opening segment. Like oh, okay. he's the guy. And then, oh, and then yeah. you real. And then one of the DLCs. I'm I'm sorry if I spoil it. The no, game's you're been good out for like five years. <laughs> um, He's actually was one of the DLC characters that you play as and you actually play as him to that to the oh, assassination and realize why he did
2: it. So that means a lot more to you who've played the game.
1: Yeah. So then like when I when you know, I forget what her name is in the second one that's been helping you out, the black lady on the ship. I don't know. I haven't played. Well, the fact that she has all of a sudden the outsider abilities and then she comes to Dodd and you're like, Oh, it's they're he's from the first game, and it was kind of like a for me, it was like a big moment. And it was kinda of like Almost as big as when they, like, announced Dishonored 2, and then the guy's like, it's you, Emily Caldwin. I, like, lost my, like, <laughs> I lost it, and you guys both were there, and you had no idea because you never played it. I'm like, right. oh, my God. Yeah. So I like Dishonored. It's a great game. If you haven't played it, it's, the both of them are worth picking Right. Up.
0: Okay, so that's Bethesda. Let's move on to <laughs> yes. a Devolver. Uh, Devolver did their satirical thing. Did you watch it? That one was one I missed.
1: Uh, you should probably go back long. and like, watch it, it. I'll go watch. It is it was the best Rest conference. Rest in peace Dave Lang. Yes. Uh, and it was definitely the best conference. It
0: was it was out there and you know and the funny thing about it is I, like I sat there and I was like watching it and I'm like this is 100% accurate and on par and like it sh- it explains what's wrong with the industry. Yeah. Um and tomorrow's
1: it, unethical gaming today.
0: <laughs> yes. It's just real good. Uh, it's It was it's well done. It was smart. Um, I think all hosts should have a pistol. <laughs> uh, I need to watch this now. You really do.
1: Future, I got a reminder. Future. Future. It yeah, was. it's it's really good. Find it online. It's 15 minutes long, and you'll probably... Like if you're very familiar with video games and like how the structure of these game like gaming and companies work, you'll understand it, and you'll laugh it's It's funny,
0: yeah, it is um so after that, uh the well, next that morning that was the end of day two. yeah, the next morning was the p c gaming show, which I have yet to watch. I know like I know a bunch of games were announced. I know that Player Unknowns came out and announced that they were adding uh vaulting and climbing yeah. and weather. <laughs> which is cool, I guess. Uh, and one new gun? Yeah, and a new gun, which watching the like trailer, I was like, yeah, okay. I couldn't figure out that they were adding a new gun. I was like, what's going on here? I figured, I figured it out, but I, I could never tell. It kind of looked like a P90, but it wasn't exactly a yeah. P90. I don't know. Uh, Austin probably knows. Uh, then
2: Ubisoft had their thing. Okay, I did have a real surprise from this one. Miyamoto! (laughs) Mario and Rabbids, however you say the name of that one, it actually looked kind of fun. See, I feel like
1: you'd be a person who would like that game. Yeah. And I, I think it looked interesting to me. I just don't own a Switch. So yeah, it opens up with Mario versus Ra- Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which has kind of been being like leaked or teased or whatever. We talked about, you know, the Rabbit taking a selfie as Princess Peach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so which it, She does that every time she's on screen. It's yeah. awful. So, <laughs> Miyamoto... And if anyone knows Miyamoto is Nintendo, you know, he's Mario, we, uh, you know, (laughs) he shows up on stage with the cannon Mario has in the game to announce this game. And it was, it was like just awkwardly beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, Miyamoto can do anything he wants.
1: My favorite story about this is
2: apparently when they told Ubisoft to make this game, they said, you can do whatever you want. You just can't have Mario jump because that's my thing. That's what Miyamoto told Mm -hmm.
0: them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, I will say, like, when they showed the dev uh, in the crowd and he was, like, tearing up, I thought that was, like, a real cool moment. That was cool. Uh, I mean, just imagine, like, everybody who's grown up playing video games has played Mario. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact of life. And when you get called out by your... When you, yeah, when the man himself walks out on stage and says that this game is cool and they're excited
1: for it, I mean, just imagine how that must have felt. Talks to him by name, like, you did a great job. And he, I mean, they show him he's just tearing up, can't, can't contain it. And that was a really good moment. And it really shows that these people who develop these games really care. Yeah,
0: it's cool to see, like, Miyamoto get up there and still just be super nerdy. (laughs) In <laughs> love video games. Yeah, the man just loves video games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get moments like that through all of the business and through all the crap, like, every now and then, like, one of those
1: moments shines through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, there, there's and actually, there were a couple here. There was two of them on this thing, which we'll get into. We'll end with that on for yeah, the conference true. here. Um, so I guess moving on, they showed off Assassin's Creed. No surprise there. Now A release date, October 27th. So look for that, which actually earlier than I expected. I was expecting a November release, but not. It's not too much earlier. Uh, no surprise, Crew Two got announced. Yeah, yeah. Showed off more South Park. Um, they showed off their VR game uh, Transference, which makes no sense. Elijah Wood was in there talking, and <laughs> yeah, I was being talked to by a Hobbit. I didn't really and understand what things, was happening. Things were happening. The screen was flickering. I really don't know what was going on. Um, um, but so the big you go for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: Skull and Bones. This game, it's basically a pirate sim, uh, and I'm really excited about it. It's like a 5v5 uh, pirate battle thing, and right. it's based on Assassin's Creed 4, uh, their,
1: their kind of battles in that, yeah, which I never did. Yeah, the ship battles there, which I... I don't know if you played I did. Okay, so Matt hasn't played it, but that was honestly one of the best parts of Assassin's Creed Black Flag was the naval combat, and that's exactly, I mean, obviously what inspired this game. And, like, it looks just strictly just the naval piracy combat, and it looks real good. I mean, they showed us, like, a whole, like, actual gameplay and stuff. Yeah, they showed a full battle,
0: and Ooh. I liked it a lot. It looks really cool. Uh, you know, I played... Uh, Guns of Icarus Which is basically The same thing Except right. flying
2: mm-hmm. uh, and which I, I like yeah. Downloaded by the way
0: Oh good <laughs> uh, I like that game a lot uh, You know I, I don't know That whole kind of Naval ship combat I think is real cool Yeah, yeah. Especially when you Like introduce Kind of tactics around it um, And you have a team That like you Work flanking And the movement's Super slow And so you have to Really plan ahead That's just something You don't get In most games Right you
1: know? um we still got a long ways for that they said fall 2018 so yeah uh which isn't surprising uh just dance was a really
0: awkward moment in the whole thing <laughs> uh someone was singing there was k pop there was hip hop um i don't really know what's going on south park announced they have a phone game coming out uh it's a card game S- soonish yeah whatever uh Uh, and then, you know, so they showed off Far Cry, which we all expected, Mm -hmm. you know, like cool game looks good. Yeah. It does. does. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see how it plays, um, because
2: you can't really tell yet. I just Uh, hope they don't fall into the Far Cry three formula, like the last ones have. So try and do something new.
1: I, I, I kind of think they are like, maybe we'll see. Yeah, it's hard to tell at this point. Uh, And then finally,
0: at the very end, they kind of announced this uh, quietly. Nobody knew it was coming. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, And, like, so I have no idea what Beyond Good and Evil is, uh, other than it's been rumored for almost a decade that they're coming out with a sequel. Right. And, like, one of my roommates watching with
1: us like, um, knew it almost immediately. He's like, is this? No, it can't be. Is it? No. Like I'm excited for this The entire one. time. Did you play the original? I didn't play the original
2: one, but I have heard nothing but rave reviews yeah, so I, for the past 10 years. My, so. my, my,
1: my friend Derek loved the first one.
2: Yeah, it was a critical, like, it was super
0: critically acclaimed, yeah. and it was a financial... Uh, like, disaster.
2: Yeah. I hope a lot of people get this one. They well, deserve I'm, it.
1: I'm sure they will. And, like, the two people came on stage and, like, were just crying. Like, we've been, you know, working on this for so long. We're finally, like, happy to announce it. And, like, it was another good moment. Ubisoft had some good moments, just, like, human moments. Yeah. And it was great. Actually, I think their conference was, you know, went pretty well. They are so. one of the better ones, honestly. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, with that, we're going to go ahead. We have to take one more break, and then we'll end this. just got a few minutes left and a lot of talked about uh for somehow we always go over um sorry guys sorry anybody who wants to listen to music from uh the pulse uh so after ubisoft uh that night was sony's press conference uh and so we all got together we went to the theater version of it uh which is basically the just the single most nerdy night of uh you know in the theater period right all year long absolutely even after star wars <laughs> uh and so i mean w- what are your thoughts on sony's conference
1: i th- i thought it was good it wasn't great um it was good i love their presentation how they do things yeah see uh, Sony, they don't they don't yeah they don't mess around with that they had a very good presentation i mean you know starting out with the uh, classic Indian music with the live music going mm-hmm. on with that waterfall display it was really cool. Really well done. I mean, last year they had an orchestra live orchestra. So like they, they don't mess around on these actual conferences. Right. I just feel like the lineup they had was just, it was okay. It I mean, was what we've heard before. Yeah. A there wasn't was really anything year. new. Obviously they, we talked about this earlier. They got rid of all like the indie games. Like it was really these big games that we kind of already knew were coming. Um, honestly, when We were because we were in the theater, so we had to watch their pre show. Honestly, that had more like releases and stuff. Yeah, than, like Knack 2 got announced there coming out in September. Yeah, for, for, NAC 2 <laughs> for $40. So, like I, like, I might be getting that one. I mean, if you editor, play it's Knack, yeah. And then obviously, they showed off a lot of you know the new Grand Prix Sport, which looks fantastic, yeah. And like, they actually talked about the pro there. Uh-huh. more so than like, they didn't even talk about it at all at the conference. Like the conference didn't have anyone else besides Sean Layton come out and speak for like two minutes at a time, and then go off stage. Like that was about it. So like, it was very game centric, which I mean, that's kind of what the formula was this year for pretty uh-huh. much everyone. But I mean, for me, I mean, they showed off a lot of good stuff. A lot of new games that we knew, I mean, games that we knew were coming out like days gone and, you know, Detroit become human God of war, so I, I didn't really get a lot of new stuff right. to look forward to. I think the only really big sh- surprise was the remake of Shadow of Colossus. Yeah, that that felt like it was completely out of nowhere. And uh, uh like you uh, you mentioned this, our friend, we our friend David was sitting in the row in front of us, and he into he's just like, "Is this no? It is, it is." <laughs> and then like they showed the first Colossus, and everyone in the theater just like, "Ah,
0: yeah." Um. Yeah, I had I had a moment like that where they showed off for Honor DLC. Oh my! Uh, and I just could not stop from laughing, uh, and I like uh, the theater was silent, and I just like I could not contain myself. <laughs> uh, I'm amazed that they're supporting that game. Um, I don't know. For me, I felt Sony was kind of lackluster. Yeah, it was.
1: The weaker conference that they've had in the last year. Yeah, and years. they
0: just, because they didn't show anything new and they didn't show anything that's relevant. Everything is coming out next year or after. You know, like they came
1: out. I mean, I think the only stuff that was coming out this year that they showed, obviously, Knack, but that wasn't even part of the main yeah, conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty, World War two and Destiny. I really think. Yeah, and they right. didn't show us anything new of any of those games. And yeah. I mean, I guess the trailer for Call of Duty was the multiplayer trailer. That's what I said. I mean, I looked like multiplayer because it didn't look like it was be like how the campaign should look. And other than that, like, I'm, like they showed a lot of VR stuff, which like, they need to do because like, they want, really want to support VR. Well, and there's a console with VR. It yeah. And obviously Skyrim shows up for VR here.
2: I feel like that was the bright spot for their conference because they're showing, like, this is a company that when the Vita started failing, mm-hmm. they didn't try to bring it back they just said goodbye so it's nice to see you know they even announced games for the vita here
1: like this game's also released releasing on vita which you even said like Vita's still a thing
0: Mm -hmm. uh yeah and i don't know if they would have showed off more games that were coming out this year i'd probably be more excited about what they did Uh uh-huh uh but but i feel (laughs) like
1: that might be the curse of being the last big conference. Is a lot of these games have already been shown off that well, then show before. off your first party. Uh, you yeah. know,
0: Sony is has the most first party games out of any of the studios. That's true. And so, like, show them off. But show they... us what we're getting this year. If we're not getting anything this year. And then does Uncharted
1: did Uncharted? It's August, right? Uh, I think so. So we did get the new Uncharted game, The Lost Legacy, and that's probably was one of their bigger it's first game. party games. Comes out this year. So look forward to that. Yeah, that like like it's a game. Like, you know. And that's this year because I think, you know, obviously, you know, God of War, which they showed quite a bit of, doesn't come out till early next year. Uh, Detroit doesn't come out till I think, next year. I don't think that even has a release date yet.
0: Yeah. Most of those games had no release date. That's not a good thing. And Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, Spider-Man looks good. really super Real cool. Good.
0: That was the highlight of their
1: conference, for sure. That's what they ended with was the, the new Spider-Man. Knack. Yeah, okay, well. <laughs> so, yeah, ended with the new Spider-Man, and it looks great. I mean, it Somniac does. really did a good job here, hopefully. I mean,
2: I'm... I mean, it's kind of quick-timey, but you can't really do those big set piece events with the crane falling down unless it has quick-time No, time I events.
0: mean, I've, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, if, if you're going to do a Spider-Man game, it's going to be quick-time. Yeah. You can't have him aiming his webs <laughs> in real time. Right. The game won't
2: play. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, that's the thing. You see, he has superhuman senses. He mm-hmm. feels everything faster yeah. um, than it happens, so, you know, or slower, I guess. And that's the thing, like, that's a smart way to approach that. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed watching the way they, like, the game is going to be decided on the combat alone. Right. If they and the find a way, that they yeah, if they find a way to make the Spider Man combat using Spider Man's powers, then
2: it'll be really good. If mm-hmm. they fail to do that, then it's not going to be worth crap. Right. Yeah. Um, which uh, is exciting because, like, I remember I think it was Spider-Man one or two back on the GameCube. I loved it because it felt great, and then from then on, it just got worse and worse and worse. And to see something that I wouldn't actually say it good, got worse,
1: it just never got better.
2: Uh, from Spider-Man two to but, three, I remember it became a good game to unplayable. That's so.
1: it, <laughs> I think I owned the original Spider-Man. Oh, okay, and it was fun. And then I ended up buying, uh, like, one of the comic ones that they Uh had. And it was good. I enjoyed that one. Right. Like, Spider-Man universe. I don't know. was Something like
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to get one of the devs to come up here uh, this summer to talk to us. Uh, Yeah. We actually have a connection. We have a connection inside the studio.
1: So I think that would be really cool. Uh, But, yeah, you know, that's... Other than that, I think the two bigger moments, obviously, they showed off Days Gone, which is their new zombie big game which it looked better this year
0: than it did last year Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and it looked fun and i liked i like the whole idea of using sound as a distraction to attract zombies to like kill the people that you don't even need to worry about. yeah
0: and doing stealth well because you know that was the biggest problem with uh like the last of us is the stealth was just kind of subpar most
2: of the time yeah because the thing that really stood out to me though was you know, you saw in the demo last year how many zombies there were. Mm-hmm. But this year they took those zombies like you kind of think, yeah, that looks cool, but let's see it in game. They put it in the game yeah, and was that was exciting.
1: Hordes and hordes of zombies. Like at one point there's like this whole camp, probably like 20, 30 people. He blows up the wall like and then like 100 zombies rush in or yeah. more and they all just like freak out and run away. Like they they don't try fighting, they just run. And that was really cool and it's kind of co- smart. I mean, I'm sure you could go and try to take them all out stealthily and whatnot, or you could just do that. Right. So I mean it's gonna kind of really like how you wanna play, you can play it that way.
0: Now apparently the Sony stream, uh all of their individual technology went down minutes before the show started. So that's why
1: when when we were in the theater, we could still see it, but the sound wasn't really working. They Twitch fed it to them.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, All of Sony's stuff went down. And so they ran to Twitch and was like, can you feed us your feed, which they were, which Sony was feeding them direct... So it was, it was basically Sony had the direct feed and Twitch had the direct feed. And, it, and then Sony had to patch in through Twitch. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> man, just
1: technology, man. It just still fails you. Yeah. And so that's, that's why
0: there were some issues. Uh, yeah. So that was Sony. And then the next morning we had Nintendo. Uh, and, you know, Nintendo's thing was 25 minutes long, which we knew. Uh, and I guess for me, like, the highlight of it is, you know,
2: probably mario mario Mario, yes and rocket league i think were the two bigger ones there i think mario really stole though because you got to see the new mechanics
1: and everything uh we didn't
0: know anything about about that game
1: beforehand. it looks way different than anything and the bigger thing is it did get a release date october 27th right so
2: that's one i cannot wait for it's been since super mario galaxy i don't know how long that's been but I'm ready for a new Mario game.
1: Yeah. And they showed off a couple of the games, the new Kirby and Yoshi game looked great, but yeah, those was not until next year. So, and then, you know, obviously the games we all knew about Splatoon two arms. So, and
2: then, uh, the big one, I feel like, I, I don't know if you have anything you want to talk bef- about
1: before that, but no, um, it. the big one was Metroid prime four. Yep. They just announced it. it don't show anything. It like, a big four was just on the screen for like a good five seconds, yeah. then
2: just Metroid Prime, and kind of like we were talking about, they should do for Elder Scrolls Six. Nintendo Nintendo and Nintendo decided right. to take it
1: away, which they didn't. <laughs> so, and how I t- what I take away from that is Elder Scrolls Six isn't even in development. Right. It's never no. Um, um, and back to speaking of that yeah. That was one thing I missed for Sony that People kind of expected Last of Us 2 was absent Yeah I think which that were, was the big which, thing Which that you were kind it. of thinking It's probably not even at that point Where they could show anything yeah, they
0: Yeah, the, you know And that's the thing I mean, it's the same reason Death Stranding wasn't there uh-huh. They probably just don't Have anything
1: more to show Right I bet we'll see it at the PlayStation experience At the I, end of, the, I, the, I'm end of positive. the year Yeah So um, Not but, about wrapped up all the conferences You guys have yeah, anything else? Yeah, I still else?
0: I still constantly question what's happening with Mario right now you know between Odyssey and the Rabbids game I still can't figure out who is signing off on the ideas (laughs) of these games but somebody is well Uh, Odyssey is going to be great I I hope so (laughs) I hope so I mean it, it looks promising but uh you know just things are happening that I don't understand it right um yeah Uh, so I guess just in general,
1: like everybody's final thoughts on E3, I, it was good. Not great. We got some good game announcements. Honestly, I think Ubisoft and EA actually had the stronger conferences overall, Mm -hmm. which is what you would think not be. I mean, that's what you would like. Oh, really? You think Microsoft and Sony would have it out, but this year they didn't. I mean, Microsoft, I think actually was better than Sony's or like right equal, which is for Microsoft, that's actually a pretty big deal because they've been pretty lackluster in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I really think Ubisoft and EA had the better conferences with better announcements, better games. So that was right. kind of my impression. Obviously, Devolver Digital was fantastic. Yeah,
2: I just kind of felt it overall was uh, it was a rehash. Yeah. That's the thing that disappointed me most is because these are all games we saw at E3 2016. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there like. God of War looks great. Yeah. But God of War was there last
1: year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually shown off last year. It wasn't just like announced. It was like, oh, here's God of War. And here's us playing God of War. Same with Days Gone. Same with... yeah. Didn't they mention Forza or was that...
2: Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there like all these things... Yeah. It's
1: like, because I was year. even with Microsoft, like they had so many games, but it was mostly games we knew were coming.
2: So. Yeah. Well, and then we're going to run into
0: that same problem again. Look at yeah. the press conferences this year. All of them are reaching till 2018 or uh, farther. And so next year, we're going to see all the games that we saw
1: this year. I think we'll get more announcements, though, next year. We have to, because I like, hope to see new IPs. Yeah. And that's maybe, the thing. We're la- so lacking in new IPs. Right. And maybe they are working on them. And it's just like, we're at that point. Maybe it's just a lull in the year where, like, all these companies are working on these IPs that they're just not ready to show off yet. And so. it kind
2: of makes me question if that's where the industry is going. They're seeing people are buying these things that they're familiar with.
1: I think and you're so probably kind right
2: of going away from new IPs, which bothers me, which
1: is upsetting because the new because I- like a new IP comes out, there's like amazing. You're just like, whoa, I gotta get it. I mean, Last of Us, several years right. ago when that came out, everyone just like blew everyone's mind. Now, obviously, they're making a sequel, but.
0: No, I totally agree. I think I think it was a really poor E three in general. Uh I think that E three itself just kind of it's getting outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think it's I think it's a hundred percent the media's fault that we even call these things press conferences anymore because you're seeing more and more of the companies uh are now calling them game showcases yeah it's not really for the press uh, it's not for the press at all mm-hmm. uh it's it's for the consumer which is funny because consumers can't get in but you need to do something about that well, well, well uh, e3 is not set up like that it's not a pax yeah well it needs to become one and it's going to become one the way they're going yeah it's just it's just a different world you know a decade ago when the internet you know was a thing but it wasn't as widespread as it is now uh, it was so much different you still had print magazines you still had people that had to go to these conferences and then report back to their home base right. now that everything is streamed and like uh, they i you saw, know it just doesn't I make sense
1: who it was i think it was in a polygon article or whatever but the f- second they finished the conference they sp- Rent back to their HQ to be the first person to get up on their webpage. Like, yeah, you have it's to. now, it's now a race. It's not just like, Oh, I, you know, I got a week to get this out. Right. It's like Watch. I have like four minutes to get this out, you know,
0: game was the first, uh, big video game website. And you know, at the time, people like looked down upon them, like you're looking at like Game Informer and those magazines were like, you're gonna try to do a website that's idiotic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that was a thing. Like these E3s were big things because they got together, they talked about the state of the industry. You know, you heard from the people who owned these companies who came out and said, this is what we're looking at. This is what we're doing. Here's some of the games we're talking about. This is what the hardware is going to be. You know, it it was this thing that was totally press built. And now it's just become this gigantic. I can't cuss on this uh, station. (laughs) Uh, It's this gigantic just, you know. Cluster cluck. Sure, uh, of, of just people, uh, you know, it's just, I think it's worthless, you know, and then they go out and they sell all of these public uh, tickets tickets, and then don't change anything. Uh, they uh, added the Coliseum stuff, but the floor uh, from everybody's what everybody's saying is exactly the same as it is every year. It I'm was like,
1: like a couple demos here and there, not much of a showcase, like the customer the consumers could not go behind the closed doors interviews and like right. yeah like which makes sense things. those, it does those make are sense. press things yeah and that's and that's what i think people at e3 who probably bought tickets don't understand that they're like why can't i get in like well you're not press you right you don't mm-hmm. have the you well, don't have the besides that like I mean, you
0: go
2: on the conference floor and it's laid out the same and i heard their change they made was they gave each station one more controller. Really.
1: For 15,000 people?
0: 15,000 people that are, you know, now it's now like crowding the floor that all of these press people used to go to. And now the press people can't get in because it is so crowded. Uh Mm -hmm. You know, they were showing off videos of the lines yesterday and they actually had to open the doors early because the line was too long. Uh Uh-huh. And that's crazy. Like, you you have to have the foresight to do that. Right. Um,
2: Like, you have to to plan for that stuff, and they just didn't at all. Yesterday was the first day that people could come in,
1: right? Yeah, yesterday was technically the start of E3, which people don't understand. They think E3 started with the the press conferences, which that's not E3. No. So. And it never has been. And that's why people. Another thing I saw is that people were like oh, I said they couldn't get to these conferences. Well, I was like, well, that's not for you. That's not what you paid for. And why would you want to? Yeah. To be
0: a hundred percent honest, when you can, you can sit in your hotel room and watch it uh, and drink a beer, <laughs> uh, and you know, and sit with your friends and talk about things. You know, I feel like I got the same out of those press conferences as the people who were sitting in the theater. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Uh, because it's, again, it's all streamed. Like, there is nothing at E3 that you can't find. Um, and the stuff you you aren't going to find um, online is all going to be stuff that, you know, you have to stand in line for five hours to play 15 minutes of this game that comes out in two months. Right. And I don't think people realize, like, a lot of the demos that journalists play... You go into a room, you sit down, and they tell you exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to go and run around and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to do exactly what they tell you to do, or they make you leave. And then, and then you can't talk about everything, obviously. Right. Which, and th- anything that to- has an NDA on it, they're not going to let public into, period. Right. Uh, because that's just a way to get leaks.
2: Yeah, there's no way they can police the people who are going to start talking about that. Yeah. And,
0: you know, and so if they want to make this a more PAX thing, go for it. Like, I totally understand that because it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. But at the same time, like, be realistic about what your show is now. Um, If you're going to want it to be a PAX thing and, you know, that's the only way they're going to make money, then set it up like a PAX. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make it for the consumer, and then have some things for the media. Yeah, or just, or just send out videos to your media outlets. You mm-hmm. know, it's.
1: I think I, I don't know I think I think this E3 will be is, a big learning experience for them. I, oh, I'm for sure, sure I'm sure they'll do it way better next year. They probably just didn't expect right. what happened to happen. Honestly so we'll see.
0: Yeah, it was so weird. I mean, you didn't even see what was in the Colosseum until the week before it opened. Like this is all stuff that should
1: be announced months in advance. Yeah. Um so uh I mean, I think that about wraps up what you had to say. Oh, I could go on forever. I know you could, <laughs> but um how many hours do I have here? We're 18 minutes past. Whoops. So
0: um, <laughs> yeah, and so, I don't know, that's kind of what I have to say about E3, you know, and so now we kind of get to the point over the next couple months, it's just kind of, eh, in the world of video games. <laughs>
1: yeah, we won't, we don't really see much until late August, September time. Yeah. Honestly, Destiny's probably going to be like this, the game that spearheads the rest of everything. Cause Madden. Well, Matt. Well, Matt, and always because you always, always say this is August, but like for like the first, like for the big games, Destiny is September eighth, I think, around yes. that time. And that's no, they changed it September
2: sixth now, because I saw it; it was on my birthday, September sixth.
1: Okay, so that's I uh, really the first big multi platform game. I think that's going to be come out. That's going to start everything. Because then from there, so October, November, huge game releases. So yeah. Right. Yeah, and so we'll see how the rest of the year goes, and then obviously PAX West is coming up in
0: September as well. Yeah, which I'm going to as long as I can afford to get there and to stay, because the hotels around there are—you will not find one for under 200 a night. Uh, it's just because
1: everything marks up when you have a big convention. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get—we'll we'll definitely get a lot out of PAX West. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And maybe we'll see—maybe we'll see Last of Us, or maybe we'll see. Oh uh, No, there's no way. Kingdom Hearts that. 3 finally no, didn't have a trailer. Yeah. It did have a trailer. Kingdom Hearts
0: 3 had a trailer. None of those games will be at PAX. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's going to
1: be games that are releasing early next
0: year probably. Well, no, and it's, I mean PAX is so heavy in the indie side, we're not going to see true. big AAA yeah, games. True. Um, yeah, so anyways, I think that does it for us. Um, I know Frankie was listening. Thanks for listening, dude. Uh, you had concerns about uh, my comments on PC versus console, Um, and I don't have enough time to get into that now, so you're just going to have to listen again, because I have some strong opinions on that, Mm -hmm. like Um, I do in basically everything.
1: I do want to say our friend Colby is leaving today for China for the next two years for the Peace Corps. He actually was one of our pretty avid listeners, so...
0: Yeah, you know, good luck to him. Uh, I finally met him in real life for the first time uh, on Saturday. Um, Thus, why you hear all my slurred words on the podcast we put (laughs) up that night. But, uh, you know, good luck to him. Uh, I think I think what he's doing is super admirable. And I think we need more people like that in the world. And hopefully he can still listen to our show,
1: which I'm sure he'll be. Yeah.
0: Well, he's going to China. He's not going to like the middle of the Sahara Desert. Um, and like he, he has a blog up that he'll be updating, uh, which I don't know the name of right now, but anyways, uh, you know, I, I think he plans on getting a PlayStation when he gets there is what he, he said. He mentioned something like that. Yeah. So, you know, he'll be around, uh, but yeah, good luck to him. So I think that about wraps it up for us. You know, if you have any comments for us, any concerns, questions, Uh, If you want to talk, like mention things that you saw at e 3 that you think we just kind of skimmed over or didn't do well, you can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at dryspellradio. Uh, And uh, finally, our SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com backslash dryspellradio. We have, we have uh, recordings up uh, every day after the press conferences. So go ahead, and if you want more in-depth stuff from Austin and I, you go ahead and listen to them. uh, And then we'll have a playlist, uh, starting with our prediction show through the end of the conference, um, along with this in there. And so just, you know. I can't believe the prediction show was just a week ago.
1: I feel like that was so long ago. I know. It's been a long
0: week. Yeah. So anyways, I think that does it for us. Uh, Jason, thank you for joining us
2: yet again yeah i absolutely love coming in
0: yeah uh to round out our e3 talks austin thanks yeah um and yeah for me uh thanks for listening guys you have a wonderful video game filled week